Dr. Jojo from the Doombringers, a.k.a. the Techno Union, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. As the unofficial doctor of the cast, I want to advise you of the following side effects you might experience while watching. Free-to-play tears, Nevrage, spontaneous meatbag, uncontrollable llama, and shameless self-promotion. Enjoy. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's episode of the Escape Pod cast. New info is released about Galactic Legends Luke and Palpatine. StarWars.com gives us a release date in their weekly show, and Galactic War Report got another exclusive. We will break down their interview and give you the date if you haven't heard yet as we break it all down in our first segment. Mod lovers rejoiced as gold mods will soon be able to be sliced to 6A. But it is not all doom and gloom as some people may think. Why you shouldn't worry too much about this mod update in our second segment. We will also give you our impressions of the first week of the new Division 1 and Division 2 GAC. We invite listeners Jedi Master Watt and Navan Mathma from the Tempered Alliance to join us to talk Star Wars games. Isn't that Bulldog's Alliance? That it is, but we're also going to talk squadrons, so I know you're excited. Oh, that I am. We open the floor to Patreon's choice questions on the bridge. And we also make a last call for those who wish to join the Patreon's leaderboard for our complimentary program, GA Center. We also wait and see if the Galactic Legends kits will be released by the time we go to air with this episode, because, you know, we're recording the intro ahead of time. So we mean it when we say breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod cast. I'm your host, Neil Andrea. And as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you today? Well, now that people can hear me, I'm doing quite well, Neil. <laughs> and uh, we... Uh, Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm just... I'm just oh, snap hiss. What's that? Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Feelgood. The, the, uh, the, the, the plethora of doctors that we have. I know. So, so many learned viewers and subscribers. Exactly. So um, we had Squadrons release, and mm. you've been playing that in your space pants. Oh, God, I am. Mm, if, if I seem, if I get a little bit irritable during the show, it's because I'm not playing that game, like, right now. I, I haven't played it for, like, seven hours, and I'm already getting withdrawal symptoms. I've been playing and I love it. I've got yeah, my uh, hey, hey, just, just don't, no, 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 don't get me. St- this, this is the way forward. Joystick is the way forward, and I will prove that to you when you know we start dogfighting against each other, and I, you know, take you to the cleaners. 
Your your um your A wing is going to disintegrate no, against my, my X wing. I'm going to be using oh, X wings. You're going to fly an X wing. Yeah, my Tie Interceptor has a missile waiting for you. Fine. I'll I'll use this button on the top to make sure that my rear deflectors are completely fully loaded. And then once your missile is fired and you're waiting for a recharge, I will loop de loop, come back around on you and and blast you. So uh, yeah. <sighs> All right. So maybe we'll have talk some is of that flowing. Maybe we'll have some of that in the after show. Thank you, Run DMV, the captain of the oh, millennial captain fulcrum. of the millennial fulcrum. Hello, captain. Well, he he dethroned the the. It's a new month, so you know the the leaderboards have reset. Um, Run DMV by four hundred bits is currently the uh, um, currently the leader, and the co-pilot of the millennial fulcrum is Wardy with one sub gifted to this month. There we go. <laughs> we have our captain. We have our co-pilot. All right. So, I mean, this has been a fun, uh, and Frankie starts a hype train. <laughs> JJ Manners and Frankie start a hype train. Uh, we'll, we'll see who comes out of this. Uh, we'll, we'll thank everybody at the end of the hype train. We are, since we are live and we are recording a podcast, um, once the hype train is complete, we will make sure we thank all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you to everybody that helps boost this up as far as you could go. It means so much to that you do support the show. Chew effing chew. <laughs> so, all right. Uh <laughs> Okay, I do have to. I do have to acknowledge the five gifted subs from Big Country Mags. Thank you very much, brother. <laughs> um, we had a lot happen this week with the release of the Galactic Legend kits. Um, at, at least to a point. Um, we've also had the mod rollouts. Let's get in and and talk about. People are going crazy over there. Mm, I know they are, aren't they? Um, let Let's open up. Let me find. Uh, I, I I've got the mods. I've got the mods page thingy open in front of me. You've got the mods. Thing, well, yeah. The first thing that I want to talk about, though, is a Reddit recap that was um, written up by. Let's see who uh, who wrote it. Borrow Daki uh, of Reddit. Um, you know. For people that weren't able to listen to Galactic War Report, essentially, we're going to give you a report on somebody else's report <laughs> because they did such a good job. And really, honestly, they got everything. So props to you, Barodaki of Reddit on the SW Galaxy of Heroes uh, subreddit. Um, thank you very much for that. So let's um, let's see what happens here um they talked about that the ultimate on both galactic legends is going to be a transformation into a new mode of a character rather than an attack itself so you know they go they power up as you go okay um and they wanted to move on to two, the next two important characters after Ray and Kylo that were, of course, two opposing characters. We knew that they were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they said that the they wanted to make them reflect their states in the final film, but the tr- also the transformations throughout the films. So transformations throughout the film of a character that was only in one of the films. What are you talking about? 
Palpatine, the whatever, the new, the GL Palpatine was only in nine. He wasn't in seven or eight. He wasn't in seven or eight, but if you're, if you go along with this canon and spare me the hate of the, of the new canon, if you will, uh, just for this, Neil. It's um, not about disliking the canon. It's about, you know, this character, these are, you know, all of the GLs and all of these characters, you know, these, these new GLs, part of the, you know, the sequel trilogy characters that are GLs. I'm just, you know, that the Palpatine character was only in nine. Luke was in seven, eight and nine. All right. Granted, he was in nine as a force ghost, but he was still in nine. And he was barely in seven. And he was barely in seven. He was there for 10 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So spare me the semantics. But their influence has been there throughout. If, okay. if, if you go with the canon, agree, to, you di- agree to disagree. Ag- fine. Agree to disagree. But <laughs> nonetheless, um, they both have kits that play off that basically reflect each other and play off each other. So they're effective counters to one another. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of what they did with Ray and Kylo, right? Well, and I mean, they, they did need, if you, if you remember with Kylo, they did need to keep um, tweaking his kit. If you remember, they had, they had to do more fixes to Kylo's kit than they did to Ray's. Because if you remember, we were worried that they were going to nerf characters instead of what they did quite rightly so, which was buff Kylo, not nerf other characters. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Frankie asked, how long's left in the train? 90 seconds from right now. Um, they also did work with the Ray and Kylo kits uh, to make sure that they could hold. Holy crap. crap. Thank you, Frankie. <laughs> Cheers, Frankie. He gets the shocked cat emote uh, up on the screen um, because he did that. Thank you, Frankie. Uh, we'll get we'll get to all this uh, all this craziness here in just a moment. Uh, but they're they're all counters to each other. Apparently, mm-hmm. with the right characters, they can counter each other. I like that rock, paper, scissors, lizard. They haven't reached Spock yet. No, they haven't reached Spock yet. <laughs> Run DMV will not have the captain's hat removed. He will not have the, he does not like not being the captain of the Millennium Fulcrum. Um, I mean, I must admit, I'd be curious to know how the, um, how the tags are. See, that's the, that's the big thing that interests me with both these GLs, what their tags are going to be. Is Palpatine going to be just a straightforward Sith? Um, is Luke going to be Jedi and Resistance, or is he just going to be Jedi? Because, uh, you know, I can see GL Luke working very, very well with um, um, Jedi Knight Luke and, you know, the other not-galactic... It's <laughs> Okay, we have a bidding war going on here yeah, now between... That, I wanted to explain that. For the people that are watching... <laughs> They're trying to break me. They really are trying to break me right now. It's not how. Uh, for the people that are listening on the Escape Pod um, podcast version, uh, there is literally a bidding war going back and forth. They have achieved level five hype train status. It's it, the race is on to see how far they can get it down the line. So, oh my god, uh, yeah. And Geek Girl's reminding me the same thing I tell her. You're being loved. Do not resist it. 
Um, yeah. That that's the that's the, the to, to me that's the most important element is the tags that these geo characters get. I mean, the kits are going to be good because they're GLs. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so let's 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 put that yeah let's put that to one side. We know the kits are going to be good because they're galactic legends it's the tags that they get that i'm more interested in how many different faction tags are these guys going to get is uh, the palpatine going to have a sith and an empire tag you know are they going to have Whoa. a first order tag oh my god run dmv dude seriously it's 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 <laughs> you're gonna break it okay i'm gonna have to keep talking here thank no. you very much run dmv for the biddies Five thousand. Yeah. Five thousand biddies so uh, yeah that's uh, just there is bonkers. one thing i want to mention though here um before before you go into this um is that it will have the same ticket system as the previous gls so apparently if you haven't completed one you can use those for the other that's that's what we talked about that last week didn't we 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 mentioned that you could take it to 144 not cash them in a slacker or cash them in for a ray and save them for the next gl um just to you know get just so that you can get the gl and then go back to uh getting the tickets for the uh for the ultimate uh, which i think is good um but like i said the uh, uh the, the palpatine what the, the palpatine tag and the luke tag i think the tags are really really important will there be a resistance a rebellion or a resistance or a rebel and i th- i think because of who they are i think that palpatine should get all three tags i think he should get the sith the first order <clears throat> because he was the puppet master for the first order and the empire and i think luke should get i think grandmaster luke should get rebel resistance and jedi tags i think he's only <clears throat> gonna get jedi um we, we i don't think i have the list of of tags here but um, was it not something that was discussed? I, I, I don't I didn't I don't see it in the rundown. Okay. And I don't think Palpatine should get first order because he was last order. <laughs> but um, it was it was it was it was clone Palpatine that that made Snoke in a little Petri dish, though. He created <laughs> the first order. That is true. That is He's true. Grand but they already have Daddy. a first order GL. <laughs> That's Frankie with three thousand two hundred bits. Thank you, Frankie. We love you, buddy. Um, uh, but he was. The he dual was the- system is confirmed to not be returning. The what system? You will not get rock paper scissors. Oh, thank God for that. Yes. Um, and players can use the ultimate during the event stages so you can learn about them and test them before you unlock them and they were designed thematically first and then had the kits built around them at the time Mm -hmm. okay keep going give me more data more data more input more input well here they they put some uh um thank you frankie i appreciate that um I, I'm going to get to that here at the end of this uh, break. Holy crap, guys. The numbers that just came up on the screen. Oh, my God. The money. <laughs> Dude, do an Urza. <laughs> do an Urza. Oh, my God. The money. Uh, it's it's not. a the, the money goes to pay bills. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> microphone. Um, but they gave us some numbers. 45. 
That's the number of seven star characters that you need to unlock Luke because of the legendaries. And Jedi Luke, they put Jedi Luke in there because they were finishing his story with the final form. Mm -hmm. It's funny you should mention how many characters are needed for Jedi Master Luke Skywalker because I'm currently doing, I'm currently, I currently have an episode on what you need to get him in production, Paul. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. Are, are, you, are you doing anything special for this? Oh, yes, I'm doing something that? very special. I, uh, it, it's okay, gr- let's not spoil it. Well, let's I, not I, can, spoil I can it. drop a hint. I can drop a hint. Okay. Okay, it's Green, Street, Green Screen Studio 2.0. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, very uh, nice. Yeah, I think everybody will be pleasantly entertained and surprised. Well, um... By the way, Sith Empire, uh, uh, Sith Eternal Emperor only needs 19 seven star characters total because you're including, you're also getting, you have to get Palpatine with uh, Rebel. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know how exactly how many characters? Because really, realistic, how many characters you need? Sure. 51. For both? And six ships. Okay. Four, no, that's for Luke. 51 and six. Okay. Well, 50, uh, it's 51 and six. I've okay, done, I'm I've sat, da- for- sat down and done the math. All right. I'll look forward to this, uh, this whole thing that you're putting together. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really looking forward I to couldn't that. Be- it was amazing. I couldn't believe how many characters. I'm like, okay, so you need five for that and five for that. And you need... Oh, you need, hang on a minute. You need 10 for that. You need five for that. You need, oh my God, how many do you need? Yeah. And then add, add to it the ships. You need six ships. Most people haven't taken that into consideration. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they did mention that the, the uh, Crum and, uh, oh, who was it? I Miller. I think it was Miller. Um, did mention that they look at, data of what characters that the players have, but also base it on what characters that the, you know, Luke and Palpatine interacted with in the film. They also think about what characters will be effective for your roster for the requirements. For example, Imperial Troopers with, um, with Palp, GL Palp are going to be helpful in events and GAC apparently. Well, I mean that that is true because if you throw Piet with the Imperial troopers, it it makes them good. I mean DB DB official, um, he's been he's been slaying some squads with Imperial troopers and uh, Piet. He's absolutely been slaying people left, right, and center. So uh, right. that that does ring true. Yes. All right. And if this quote is one hundred percent accurate, which I mean, uh, once again, guys, uh, borrow decay on reddit put this wonderful um summary and accurate summary together that we're that we're kind of going through here they do say that galactic legends are intended to be the end game so this is the end game any other galactic legends that come out should be on par and counterable by other end game by other by other GLs. Yeah, no, that I'm, makes sense. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. The GLs, all of the GLs, uh, every time they bring out another two L, two GLs, 
they should be able to, with the right mods and the right characters, be able to counter other GLs. I mean, we know that there are some off-meta counters to Slacker and to GL Ray, but, the, you know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of theory crafting from, you know, the community theory crafters to find those ones. And they're very, very specific and they don't always work. So it is important that the GLs are all able to counter each other, definitely. Yeah. So the events, um, they wanted to mirror the Ray and Kylo events, but took a lot of community feedback from the previous events. They heard us. Thank you, CG, for hearing us on that. The Luke Skywalker event, the first three tiers are Return of the Jedi. Then the final three tiers are the Battle on Crate. Mm-hmm. Encounter one is a... Uh, is with Luke and R2 against Jabba's, uh, Jabba's thugs. Then you get uh, encounter two, you get the skiff battle. Then the later encounters are Luke and Vader in the throne room from Return of the Jedi. So you see another, you see another uh, battle that uh, you got a tease of in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, in your Jedi Master or Jedi Knight Luke event. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. There, there, there were some good cinematics in that event, so hopefully yeah. there'll be some really, really good uh, cinematics well, did, for the GLs. They did say there is a lot of awesome cinematics. Excellent, good. Um, making good of that, making use of that uh, Unity update. Yeah, and the Emperor event, Episode 3 Mace and other Jedi Masters confronting Darth Sidious. We kind of got that in the video that they showed. Um, player must solo against four Jedi. Mace has a different uh, form of Shatterpoint in this event to treat him like a mini boss that has Enrage. Interesting. Encounter 3 is Return of the Jedi, Death Star. It's reversed from the Luke event. Um, and then the final three tiers are going to be, um, you know, Harness Palp versus Ray and Ben Solo, who gets a, uh, who finally, we can no longer say that Ben Solo has four skins. He has five skins now. <laughs> Ray gets the buff, I am all the Jedi, which has formed the leaderships of all the Jedi who speak to her during episode nine. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, and then there's new, me- there's different new mechanics. Um, so here's here's what we could find out about the kits. Um, the uh, uh, emperor is attached to the Amin harness at the start of the battle. Uh, then when he hits the ultimate, he steps out of the harness and dons the red robes. He can manipulate the numbers of opposing characters and the new deceived buff that spreads like plague to reflect him being the puppet master behind the scenes the whole time. The original kit idea involved both the enemy team and Palpatine's team getting deceived, but it didn't make it through testing. So this deception that Palpatine plays, that is interesting. He can link and intertwine enemy characters, which does nothing until one of the other characters dies. And his unique causes protection damage at the start of his turns, especially against Jedi. 
And they also can't be critically hit and deal less damage plus more. Okay. So once again, I, I do have to give props on who put this together. Barrow Dackey on on uh, um, on the Reddit forums, and I am going to also once I finish uh, once I finish with this, I am going to also post this in our uh, Twitch chat uh, for people to see. Um, and the uh, event or the um, the thing for Jedi. Master Luke is he doesn't do a lot of combat. His first move can make his ultimate 100% charged already. Hmm. Um, his ultimate is him protecting himself, gaining ridiculous buffs, quote unquote, for the rest of the battle. He's defensive based until he transforms. I taught they, they read my, I said all of this. I said that he was going to transform from corporeal form to non-corporeal form and that he would be a non-corporeal form for the rest of the battle. I called it. Boom. Yep. And then um, Luke has lessons and legacy from Jedi Masters to give to his teammates. Lessons becomes legacies, but that um, they didn't explain how that goes into it. I mean, lots of fun stuff. I mean, this was, this was an amazing... Um, an amazing write-up. This person deserves, uh, you know, if you have Reddit gold, go give this person Reddit gold. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And now I've posted it inside the chat if people wanted to, you know, now that iOS al uh, 14 allows you to watch a video while you're doing something else on the phone, mm -hmm. this is a perfect time. If you want to do it live, you can check it out. Okay, dokie. So, <laughs> Zaz says, Luke turns into Jedi Watt. It's kind of funny. We are going to talk to a Jedi Watt coming up here a little bit later. <laughs> oh, and just before we go to break, because there's lots of people in chat that did not get an LO Governor. This is one big LO Governor for everybody. LO Governor. <laughs> yes, lots of people showing up and saying hi. All right. Um, we, we are going to, you know. We are going to go to a break. I uh, we are going to go to a break, but any any final thoughts on these Galactic Legend, the Galactic Legend information here? Nope. 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 <laughs> All I right. Just, I, I, I just want to wait and see the kits. Okay. I just want to wait and see the kits now. <laughs> Kicking off the hype train, Big Country Mags with five subs, JJ Manners with two subs, and then a bidding war between uh, Hellenics, Run DMV, and Frankie. Uh, Hellenix donated five bits. Run DMV is currently second place at 7,300 bits and Frankie at 7,700 bits. Thank you all guys. We appreciate all the support. You have no idea what it means to us. Love you all. We'll be right back after these messages right here on the escape pod cast. The escape pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. 
G'day legends, this is Heinzy. Did you know Macaius Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Macaius will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Macaius has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PVP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, and I approve this message, and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips, and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime, and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways, all for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content. And also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the Escape pod to sign up. Have you been interested in getting items 3D printed but haven't wanted to buy one of those expensive printers? Are you looking for a literally one-of-a-kind tech gift gadget? Evil Genius 3D Printing and Gadgets is your one-stop shop for both of those items. Nerd-owned and Escape Pod approved, put Lenny the Evil Genius to work for you. If you can dream it, he could possibly make it. Contact Lenny at EvilGenius3DPrinting at gmail.com for more information. That's EvilGenius3DPrinting at gmail.com. Get something unique in your hands. Hey, I'm Andy Beads. Hey, I'm Danish Wobble. Hey, I'm Ando. Hey, I'm Jake. I'm Bringer of Death. Jake Johnson TX. I'm Randy2307. Spartan Z here. I am Mr. Jacobacci. Star Wars Galaxy of the Yeti. I'm Player with Gaming Embers. I'm Lazy Turtle. I'm Mudbum. I mean, come on. <laughs> Everybody know me. I'm the bloody co-host. And we are part of the GAC Chain Gang. We're a group of streamers who stream our Grand Arena on Twitch and continue the chain into the next streamer. We have all types of accounts for you to enjoy, from the big wells to the small accounts. But we're all here to provide entertainment and have a good time. The Grand Arena Chain Gang is proud to be part of the Escape Pod Castaways Content Creator Network. Stop by and see them, won't you? Um, welcome back, ladies and gents. It's the uh, second segment of the show. And uh, we are going to talk about... What are we going to talk about again, Paul? Yeah, we're going to talk about mods. But first off... Mods. I will have a history lesson here in a moment regarding mods. 
But first off, I we do have to recognize that Run DMV overtook Frankie uh, during the break. Hmm. Um, so Run DMV is back in the captain's chair. Um, and also, we wanted to thank everyone who took the time to hit that little follow button down below. We are at 721 followers with Navin Mothma's uh, follow just now. We're at 720 followers on Twitch. This is humbling beyond belief. So, you know, on, on behalf of everyone on the, of the Escape Pod Castaways, and especially Neil and I, you're uh, the tag team duo that we are, um, of the flagship. Thank you for all of that. All okay. Right. On to the mods. Right. All I right. I have the post in front of me. I'm going to I read want it. to first, though, give okay. you a mod history lesson. Let me pull that up here. I tracked back. I wanted to see when mods were actually released. Mods were originally released in July of 2016. And they were July 13th of 2016 to be specific. Oh, great. Did Hellenic says that I went live during the break. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. You coughed during the break. That was all. I said, go quiet. And you coughed. Oh, Okay. All right. Well, that that's that's not a that's not too bad of a thing. Um, so, July twenty sixteen, four years ago, four years in three months. Um, an update on mods. So we we got backlash. July. What was it? Hold on. There was backlash that they responded to three days later. And they kind of squashed mods three days after they came out. They, they didn't cap any of the stats. Some mods were having ridiculous amounts of speed and ridiculous. They, they, they didn't cap the levels of the uh, of the stats on the mods. That's why some mods were coming out with ridiculous speed. And you remember there were people with like literally there were there were people with high double digit um, speed mods. It, it was making it ridiculously unfair. Yeah. Uh, but then mods 2.0 were announced and hit the, hit the hollow tables one month and two years after they were introduced. Mods 2.0 on 8.30. They did the first update to mods on August 23rd of 2018. The second round of mod updates was on the 29th. And then the last mod update was on the 30th of 2018. Well, one month and two years to the date, just like they did before, we now have mods 3.0 if you want to call it that yeah, i mean it's it not an overhaul yeah it's not an overhaul okay. of the system like they did before but 
it is an update to mods. So I'm going to call it now. In November of 2022, you and I will be talking about mods again. Mm-hmm. We shall see. I, I think that there'll be a sooner update. Uh, not so much an update. I'll, I'll, once I've read the post, we'll have our discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Big Country Megs calls it mods 2.5. True. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, hi, Hero Table Hollows. Next I, week, I was going to read it, but okay. Huh. Uh, well, I, I was going to read the first part and then have you oh, go through right, the rest. Then. Uh, next week, mods are getting a boost with the introduction of tiers 6D through 6A. And pr- we saw this when um, when Ray, when they first announced the Ray GLs, we saw that mods were a little bit different. Improve your best mods even further with additional tiers of power and feel like you can take on the whole empire yourself for only $9.99. Anyway, go ahead, Neil. Much like 6E, 6D to 6A mods can't be directly earned as a reward. Instead, you'll need new Mark II slicing materials to upgrade your 6E mods. Just like previous tiers, each time you upgrade your mods, it will provide an extra roll on one of the secondary stats, but individual secondary stats still cannot roll more than five times. This means the maximum amount of speed a mod can have will continue to be capped at what it is now and allows other secondary stats to be more valuable. Primary stats receive a boost when upgrading from 5A to 6E, but the primary stat won't increase as you continue to upgrade from 6E to 6A. The new materials, so there's four new materials, obviously four new materials, four new tiers, will be the Mark II Circuit Breaker Module, Mark II Thermal Exchange Unit, Mark II Variable Resistor, and Mark II Microprocessor. These Mark II slicing materials are needed to upgrade your 6E mods and can be earned from Galactic Challenges. Starting next week, you will earn slicing material from completing certain tiers and feats. The upcoming Galactic Challenge will reward Mark II slicing slicing materials for completing tiers 4 to 7 from Uh several feats. Thanks Uh for reading, folks, and see you on the holo table. And uh oh uh-oh is an understatement. You don't like galactic challenges, even even though we were ex- fully excited for them, and I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. You're not a fan. No, I can't stand them. I do tiers one to three on auto to get the shard, to get the character shards, and then that's it. I'm done. I'm done. And um, even on all four of my accounts. Even my best squads will not go past tier five. My best fully relicked squads will still not make it past tier five. So if I'm lucky, I might get slicing material for um, because obviously they um, they're they're six E. So I might get slicing materials for D and I might get slicing materials for C, but Forget it. I ain't ever going to get slicing materials from Galactic Challenges. It's not going to happen. Well, not in the immediate future. And not not in the immediate future. Maybe two years from now, when my squads are like relics five to seven, simply through attrition and slowly building up my squads and slowly building up my GP. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I, I can't see regular players wanting to buff squads just to do tiers of galactic challenges to get enough slicing material to take one mod, one stat on one mod up. It makes no sense to me whatsoever because that is what this mods 3.0 is. And I would probably go with BCM on this. Um, 2.5. 2. 2. <laughs> all, all, this, all this mod upgrade is and all these slicing materials will do is add one roll to one stat that is not already maxed out. So nobody is going to be wasting, and that that's that. This is this is the god. You know this is this is you know um, Nevtradamus. Nobody is going to waste slicing material on mods that are already maxed out on speed. People are going to be using this on six E mods that have had four or three rolls on speed in the hope that they get the fourth or the fifth roll on that speed that is all this is for which is why i'm a little bit disappointed and even i'll even go as far as to say disgusted that they are not going to immediately roll out the slicing materials in more locations i think putting i think putting slicing materials for these new mods in galactic challenges in gac in assault battle challenge tier two and challenge tier three would be perfect i think maybe throwing these slicing materials in the uh, territory battles for people that get over a certain star threshold they should be rolling these slicing materials out on a plethora of different areas of the game at the high end not just galactic challenges tiers four to seven that is wrong i think it's a bad bad joke if 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 you could get the slicing material from multiple areas people might be more inclined to think well you know what i'm not that far away from doing challenge tier two maybe i'll upgrade on my bounty hunter so that i can do challenge tier two or maybe i'll upgrade on my jedi or maybe you know Doing it for the galactic challenges, just yeah. So that those and, and I'm not suggesting. I think that the the mod upgrade itself is great. You know, having a 6e mod that's only showing three rolls on speed, having the ability to roll that mod again on the chance that you might get that fourth and maybe get that fifth roll. I think that's awesome. I do think that's really good. I'm just not happy with where they're um, pigeonholing the slicing materials themselves. Well, I'm going to kind of, uh, I, I look at it because I recently took mods a little bit more seriously, as you know. Uh, we're going to see how this does in GAC mm -hmm. uh, this time around. I got a win on the first round. <laughs> mm. um, but nonetheless, there are people that used to say, roll it once. And if it doesn't hit speed, chuck it. You know, I, I've heard people say that. Now, you know, are they going to be chucking all these potential speed gold mines that could roll better with 6A? Or, you know, it's going to change the way people play mods. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, because there was only five times that you could have raised a stat. 
No, four times. Four mm-hmm. times that you could have raised a stat. So I I can't see I don't see people uh, people aren't going to waste these uh the new upgrades. So they're not going to waste slicing material on a 6e mod if it has not already rolled three or four times. If it's rolled four times, if any 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 mod uh, any six uh, any six e mod that has four speed rolls on it, those are the ones people are going to roll first because they're going to get four chances to roll that mod and see if the speed goes to five. So the the, the ones that have gone four times, those are the ones that people are going to try. Then they're going to be the threes. I don't think anybody with a double rolled speed. So let's say you know we we've all got those six e mods that have got like ten or eleven speed on them because they've only rolled twice. But we've six E'd them because we thought, well, you know, it's got other semi-decent stats on it or it's got a good primary like health or offense. Uh, and that's why it's six E with 10 or 11 speed on it. I can't see people wasting six, um, uh, six D, C, B and A rolls on something like that. But anything with a three or a four on to have another four chance to roll that speed, those mods definitely are going to get rolled. Um, because um, we know with the whole fleets thing kicking off now, double fleets in GAC, more people are going to, uh, more people will be, in in all honesty, I'm going to be one of them myself, um, if I do have a mod with some average, decent, a gold one with a couple of bits of speed on, I might yeah. be tempted to all take right. it to 6E just for somebody who is crew, just for someone okay. who's crew. So Zaz posts during uh, in the live chat while during the recording here that they're trying to make people interested in their lackluster quote unquote content by making it the only source of endgame loot. Now I'm more disappointed in I like the galactic challenges when I'm able to play them. I'm disappointed that they truly aren't what they were sold at sold to us as, as something you can do every day and something that you can use your entire roster to conquer. I thought, you know, you know, it kind of be like, you have to get through this, this grouping. And as you use a character, it's gone from the roster. That's what I was thinking. Galactic challenges were going to be. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like a mix between Grand Arena Championships, where once you've used a character for an, for a battle, it's gone, it's done, and you use your entire roster. That's what I thought it was originally going to be. Now, um, we do also have Dr. Enigma in the chat right now saying that his main thought was what this is going to do for ships and bumping them up. I can tell you from somebody that has um, somebody who I've, who I've come to trust very, very much. I don't know if they want me to mention their name, um, but they did say it publicly. So I'm going to pass it on is that I've been told that this is not going to affect ships as much as people think the big ship bump is taking the mod itself to gold because of the power. Yeah, taking it to six, taking it from five to six. Yeah, that's simply the only thing that is going to. Yes, a very reliable source, Schnarman. Um, It is going to be a it's not going to throw off the ship meta, which I I'm grateful for. 
Uh, but I'm still also waiting to use my ships in Galactic Legends or Galactic Challenges. Yeah. That's just me. Bottom bottom line, this that bottom line on this uh, this new mod upgrade thing. All all that's happening is one secondary stat gets an extra roll. That's it. Nothing else. So you could literally spend hours and hours and hours doing trying to get tiers four, five, six, and seven to get slicing materials to do one single roll on one single secondary stat. It is not going to make a massive, massive difference. This is here, and this has been introduced, so people have a chance of getting that fourth or that fifth roll on a speed and, and having full sets of mods that have five rolls on speed so the 20 uh the 24 20 uh, you know the, the the 20 to 25 or the 20 to 26 speed secondary speed mods that everybody desperately so desperately desperately wants so if you've got you know 17s and 18s on characters and their 6e mods this will be your chance to slice those mods and maybe maybe take the speed into the 20s yeah. And and it's it's a it's a shot in the dark. It really truly yeah, is a shot is. in the dark. Because you could roll a three speed on it and hey, at least you rolled speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it, it could be even worse. You you could work your butt off in a galactic challenge through tiers four to seven to get enough slicing materials to do a six E to a six D. Do pick a mod that's got four rolls on speed and what happens it goes and rolls you a defense and you're yep. there thinking to yourself i just spent ages playing those tiers to try to complete them to get a handful of slicing material to roll one mod one stat and it didn't that's that's why i think that they um, they may be rolling them out on galactic challenges, but I think that there will be a public outcry and people will be like, you need to put these slicing materials in many different areas of the game. Um, still make yeah. it end game. I'm, I'm not suggesting it gets thrown with regular slicing materials. Not at all. Maybe put it on the end tier um, or maybe put galactic challenge, uh, you know, uh, maybe on assault battles challenge tier two. It's still got to be end game. Um, but they need to put it in more endgame areas of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. All right. For for people that uh, heard me typing here, I was answering Dr. Enigma's uh, question in chat. He asked, uh, do total rolls on a mod cap at 9 or 10 now? The answer is technically 8, but you do get an overall increase on all stats on a mod when you take it from, uh, from uh, 5 to 6. So you get the 4 from... Uh, 5e all the way to a and then you get the four from e to d d to e or d to c c to b b to a and that's it you get eight lifts of stats so eight uh, chances to get that five rolls on the speed basically exactly uh, four no only four rolls because it starts at one you get four rolls on speed no you you, you, you get the initial roll and then you get roll you get the the random rolls up to four additional times because that initial roll sometimes you'll have a speed uh, you know if you if you take a white mod and you level it up to 15 you or even 12 technically you're going to see that you get a roll of a stat 
And that is it. That first roll of speed could be three. It could be five. It could be six. But still, nonetheless, you just get that roll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when you go from when you hit the 6E, you just get an extra one next to all the secondary stats, don't you? Exactly. So if you've got a 20 speed mod, it just goes to 21. Yeah, so it's not a roll roll. It's just one extra tiny little. It's like we're throwing your freaking bone here. <laughs> exactly. Counting the initial roll. And no problem, Dr. Enigma. Thank you for uh, thank you for asking the question, because those who are listening back to this podcast later, uh, they might have had the exact same question. And we do really, truly appreciate each and every single one of our listeners, whether they be live, whether they be, you know, at post uh, post roll. Now, you know, know your know your roll roll. <laughs> Thank you, Hellenix. He gets a nickel for that one. All right. Now, um, let's let's quickly touch on this. Speaking of, of mods and that I redid all my mods for Grand Arena Championships, let's tra- transition into Grand Arena Championships. And let's, uh, let's just give our first impressions of two ship for Division 2 and 1. For me, for my first battle, I, I haven't battled my second round yet, but for my first round, my ships stopped them cold, Neil. Yeah. It's working. It's working. You know, I, I, I feel like I said Anakin that, I said it, it, in Phantom Menace. It's working. It's working. <laughs> you know, um, they, they saw my ships and they just gave up. <laughs> yeah. I, my my experience the, the problem the thing with me my first round was an auto deploy so yeah for, for me it was just a case of having to beat two auto deployed fleets obviously everything went into their first fleet which was like 470 kgp but it was a mismatch it was all over the place um and then the second fleet had you know what was left which only came up to 320k so for me um i, I haven't received you know i haven't received the uh the full two fleet experience yet i just you know keeping my fingers crossed that um that my opponent you know my opponent in round two um tries even though they haven't got either a negotiator or a malik i mean who has a radus and a finalizer before having a negotiator and a malik i mean that's just weird negotiator and malevolence you mean yeah they haven't got a negotiator they haven't got a malevolence but they've got a radis and they've got a finalizer it's weird okay well who has that remember the event gave you five stars it's the grind of 10 at a time that is um that's plaguing the hollow tables as we speak yeah yeah so uh hopefully hopefully you know i'll actually have a set defense for round two which will uh, well, I'll find out. I'll find. I, I can, actually, I could. I could. I'll, I'll find out later on. I just haven't looked. I haven't yeah, just, logged in and looked at all today. I've been way too busy. Yeah, I looked at mine. I'm facing my first opponent that I've ever faced with a double Galactic Legend. Yeah. Am I happy about it? I wasn't at first. I do see. From what I looked at, I you know I you know how I do my GAC in the after show, uh, the Patreon after show, um, but I do see that they that on the front line is only one of the GLs. They pro they could have Slacker sitting in the sitting on the bottom back row, 
But as far as the bottom front row, there is a ultimateless ray. Yeah. There, and, and to, to quote, uh, to quote an amazing movie. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there you go. Um, and, and also we might as well talk about it right now, since we're talking about GAC, um, we do want to let you guys know that if you are a Patreon at the $10 or more level, you can be included in the show GA Center hosted by Neil and Flair of Gaming Embers. Um, they put on a stat show about GAC and hosted by Noob and I, we will be covering our Patreons that choose to be competitive. Doesn't matter your division like um, like anybody else, uh, like the like yours do, Neil. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're doing this one for fun in the in the table resets every month. Uh, but I would love for some of our listeners who were considering Patreon to possibly take this opportunity to play along with it as well. Hmm. It's part of um, the Patreons. That's what it is. It's a battle of the Patreons. Exactly. Uh, really quick, while we were uh, while we were doing this segment, uh, Navan Mothma, uh, follower seven twenty one, Padawan seven twenty one, Doctor Enigma, Padawan seven twenty two, and RCM plays nineteen ninety eight. You are Padawan number seven twenty three. Welcome to the Padawans. We really do appreciate you. Um, and check out all the rest of the castaways as well while you are uh, while you're here. Coming up after this break, we're actually going to talk to one of the people that just followed us, Navin Mothma and Jedi Master Watt. They're just two players. We 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 want to be the voice of the community. So why not just interview the community itself every once in a while? Uh, but they also do like squadrons and i know neil's on the ultimate squadron kick right now i was playing squadrons this morning when i was supposed to be playing star wars galaxy of heroes that's why i have no idea where my accounts are at the moment (laughs) so all right guys coming up after this break we'll talk to them stick around lots more surprises coming up right here on the escape pod cast the Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hello, Escape Padawans. It is the Llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod castaways are on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube and on Twitch every week streaming Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, your favorite new Galaxy of Heroes show, GA Center, and so much more. Come catch us on the web. Are you a member of Team Paul or Team Neil? Maybe you prefer story time with the llama or dabble in the buttery side of the force with Biscuit Weasel. Or maybe you like the escape pod talents from down under like Heinze and Scotty. No matter who you support, you can get one of my designs from the Escape Podcast merch store. Just go to escapepodcastaways.com, click on the merch link, and it will take you to the Tee Public site where you can support me, Mrs. Anthony, also known as Critty K. Also be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcasts Discord server weekly to vote for my latest shirts in the Design Derby on Woot. Links for both of these are down below. 
Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Pinesy from the ANZGC is officially a member of the Escape Pod Castaways. Make sure you go and search for Heinzy on YouTube today because he live streams a lot of his GAC content. And not only does he do that, he also does some pretty fun videos from time to time, including a behind the screen and also streaming Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and from time to time, this idiot might drop by. Head on over and check out Heinzy today on YouTube, a part of the Escape Pod Castaways Network. It's really cool. Hello, Escape Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with the Llama and the Escape Pod cast for kids. This week, we are just going to continue to roll right along in our Journey Through the Journey Guide series with the Daring Droid event to get none other than R2-D2. This event requires five Empire characters. To fully unlock R2-D2, you're going to want to have seven star characters that are at gear level 9, ability level 7, and have at least Mark 5 mods. Characters that I suggest you take into this event include Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Grand Moff Tarkin, TIE Fighter Pilot, and you can also sub TIE Fighter Pilot for Stormtrooper. There are seven tiers in this event to take R2-D2 to seven stars. I will note that similarly to the events that we've talked about in the past couple of weeks, he will unlock at five stars with five star characters. So I highly suggest that once you get your Empire characters to five stars, you go in and unlock R2-D2 so you can start using him. The difficulty for this event is going to be at a medium. Now, it could be easier for you, it could be harder for you, because the game has this thing that we all love called RNG, but on average, it's around a medium difficulty in the grand scheme of all of the legendary events that you could go ahead and do. Let's take a little bit of a deep look into R2-D2 himself. Now, he's got the light side tag, the support tag, the droid tag. He's a Galactic Republic character, a rebel, and he's also a resistance character. So he's got a lot of different tags going on. And because of this, you can use him in a lot of different teams and situations. His basic ability, Electroshock Prod, deals physical damage to the target enemy with an 80% chance to stun them for one turn. This attack will deal 30% more damage to targets with burning. His first special, Smokescreen, grants the target ally foresight and advantage for two turns and all other allies gain stealth for two turns. R2 will also gain 40% turn meter. His second special, Improvise, deals special damage to all enemies and inflicts burning for three turns. This attack cannot be evaded. While R2-D2 is alive, his first unique ability, Combat Analysis, grants all allies 10% critical chance and 10% accuracy. It will also dispel all debuffs on a light side ally whenever they score a critical hit. At the start of the battle, his second unique ability, Number Crunch, allows R2-D2 to gain 10% max protection for each droid ally, 10% offense for each Galactic Republic ally, and 10% potency for each resistance ally. Also at the start of the battle, when R2-D2 revives, another droid, Galactic Republic, Rebel, and resistance ally will gain 10% of R2's max protection, offense, max health, and potency until he's defeated. 
He's got two Zetas, and those Zetas are going to be on both of his unique abilities, Combat Analysis and Number Crunch. You're going to want to mod him mainly for speed because you want him going fast so you can stun a lot of your enemies with his basic ability. His secondary focus for mods are going to be potency and critical chance. You definitely want his potency to be high so you nail that shock every single time and you can really shut down a team. Like I mentioned earlier, because he has so many different tags, you can use him in a lot of different teams. You can use him in like an IG-88-led droid team if you want to. He's also great with a CLS Rebel team. A lot of times in Grand Arena, you'll see people take in the CLS Trio and then just R2-D2. If you have them at a high gear level, it's a really great way to try and gain back some extra banners by going in with an undersized team. He's also excellent in a JKR Resistance team, especially if you pair him up with BB-8. Um, their interactions with JTR, they get extra hits in and things like that, and it's a really great combination. You can also use him in a Padme Galactic Republic team, but between the two droids that you can put in that team, C-3PO is really going to be the droid that you take in most often. Often, so you're not going to see R2-D2 in there as much because he's so much better with teams like CLS and in the Resistance team. That's all for me. Tune in next week for more story time with the Llama and the Escape Pod cast for kids. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know, Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PVP plans, and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127, that's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it is uh, incoming transmission, and Paul is trying to throw me off. Uh, he will not succeed because I am a consummate professional. And simply making faces and moving your mouth without any sound isn't going to throw me off, Paul. So uh, why don't you do your job as the Master of Ceremonies and introduce our wonderful guests. Well, it, did, it threw everybody else off at the beginning of this show, you know, but... You know, that was that was partially both of our faults there. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, representing the Tempered Alliance, which, yes, that is also Bulldog's Guild. And we'll get into the reason why we now now know each other a little bit uh, later on in the show. 
Um, but uh, representing the Tempered Alliance is two people that, you know, I met them for, what was it? We, we met for, for 30 minutes for, for just a moment, and yeah. they're already being stars on the show. They're, they're coming on because... No pressure. They, no, no pressure, exactly. <laughs> um, they're, I cannot wait for you guys to meet these guys either. Um, there's Galaxy of Heroes players, they're Squadrons players, and they have a special place in Escape Pond history coming up in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, to your left is Jedi Master Watt. To your right is Navin Mothma. Let's start with Jedi Master Watt, since you know we read left to right here. Um, <laughs> Jedi Master Watt, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm tired. I've been playing a lot of squadrons the past two days, so it's, but it's well worth it. I'm super hyped. Uh, hold on, I'll fix the, uh, I'll fix the accidental thing. I don't really have a, um, a website for them. So we'll, we'll, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you discord DM me, um, Watt and Mothma, your, uh, some some links to you guys and i'll i'll update the guest uh, link there but okay. let's move on to uh to navin mothma navin how are you i'm doing great uh just been doing a little work uh but i'll take a break to talk to you guys for a while yeah you're, you're getting the millennial uh you know I, I jokingly said that we need to get that background uh we need to have you step away so we could take a picture of that background um at some point and we can use that for the show what did you mean by background? No, we'd love to be inside your your. Uh, yeah, we'd love cockpit. a screenshot of the cockpit of your ship. That's not a screenshot. That's actually he's in the ship. Yeah, no, that's why I said we'd like a screenshot of oh, the cockpit yeah. of your ship. Let me get my uh, camera phone out, and I'll just. Uh... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'll 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 uh, text it to you. <laughs> Please do. So, um, guys, uh, we wanted to have you on. We're, we're gonna we're gonna first talk about Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. Then we'll move on to uh, what you guys have been doing with Squadrons, and then we'll do the reveal of uh, of the little project that we're all working on together here. Huh? Um, what? What are what? Tell us about your account. Are you free to play? Are you paid to uh, pay to play? Or you know, you know what? How long have you been playing? Let's start off with that. Okay. So I started out near the beginning on iOS, and I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know anyone, so I was just grabbing my favorite characters, building them up. And then about a year after, I bought an Android phone because I was getting sick of Apple, and I didn't realize you could switch accounts. And with my fiance, now wife, we started accounts together. And so I started at the ground zero with her and built all the way up on Android. And because I knew what I was doing, I was able to be a lot more focused. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not trim, but cause I still like to collect, but um, I only spend money I get on Google play rewards. I don't spend any of my own money. I just, for the, all the surveys, I just buy crystals and things um, there and um, so I kind of consider myself free to play, but at the same time, I realize I'm using money to buy things. So I'm like in a weird spot. Okay. That's a, that's a new one. Neil, you are, you are the gatekeeper of the term free to play. 
He doesn't spend other people's money that have given him a gift it's card. A, it's a free-to-play card with a hole punch in with a punch. It's, it's you are putting the punch in it. There's a there's a punch in it. He 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 does he he has he has a legitimate free-to-play card, but it's got a punch in it because um <laughs> it's because semi-invalid. Fun, because because funds have been spent, just he hasn't used hard cash to buy things in game. So it's free to play yeah. with a punch. So he so, he he maintains so is it his, two uh, punches now for a gift card usage? <laughs> no, no, he's he's doing surveys, doing surveys for crystals. That, that that that's still free to play, but it's it's not free free to play. <laughs> so that's why right. he, he maintains his free to play status. He can still have his card. I'm not going to take it off him, but it does have a punch in it. All right. What about you, Nevin? Uh, so my main account, uh, or I should say my second most powerful account, uh, <laughs> is a, uh, first day join. So I've been playing that every day since the game was launched. And I was just going to look at my all time reward history from Google rewards. And I've gotten 168. Or $168 from just from Google Rewards, and that's what I spend. Um, I will admit to, I'll maybe spend $10 on. Uh, uh, so there's nothing wrong with being a really minnow. I don't care about the punch, Neil, really. Um, it's just, I want to play the game, you know? Uh, <laughs> so I'm not fully free to play. I don't know what aquatic animal I am. Minnow. Uh, You're minnow. Those the, so just just I'm to kind middle. of yeah um the ten bucks that you were spending were those ten bucks on that was it the ten dollar pack for a marquee character taking them for, to three to four stars correct yeah that that in in my eyes that that's what minnows did minnows were very very smart with their spending so you know that if if there were twenty new marquee characters in a year odds are they'll have spent two hundred bucks throughout an entire year right. buying those $10 packs oh, no. so that you get no. the fast, quick fix going from three stars to four stars. I will say I've got my most my most powerful account. Um, as people have retired, I've, 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 I've seen that other people... We get it. Their account. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, I'll nudge, say no there. more. Um, but then I also have run. Uh, well, I'm I'm continuing uh, four accounts every day. Yeah, same um, same here. I do four every day. Yeah, yeah, and and the, the the other ones are either for recruiting or I use them to generate tickets in my Merc Guild or our Merc Guild, um, and that's about it. So it's just ticks, Jen. Yeah, no, I have a Merc account myself. I have my main account. I have a Merc account. I have a Horde account. And then I have a, um, it was a hardcore free, it was a, a, a pillar account. Okay, so both of you are technically free to play um, with, with the exception of the minnowing. Um, and, and let's only talk about your main account uh, in this case, Navin. Okay. Uh, do either of you have a Galactic Legend? No. Um, no. Are you are you working towards one? Yes. Okay. Who who are who are you guys going after? Uh, Watt, you first. 
I'm going after Grandmaster Luke, actually. So my very first Relic team was CLS, and I took pretty much everyone of Relic 7 or Relic 5, right? And so I used CLS to counter um, Darth Revan to, like, that was my arena team to, you know, because I could counter with Han and if I could burst out enough damage. So I stayed pretty high with that. So out of when Requirement Set 2 came out, I had four out of five. I just needed the B-Wing at seven at six stars or the y-wing at six stars um which i do have now so i have seven of the 13 characters ready so, so you're, you're doing the same as me you've got a you've got a farm the y-wing mon mothma and chupio yeah yep. that's that's and the same i'm in exactly the same boat as you mate yeah and so and i have to relic princess leia she's at gear 12 um and i have to relic jtr she's at only at relic three i had her at gear 12 plus two before the announcement, so and the rest of the last requirement, I have to relic up. But wow, relics aren't bad. I have everyone at the stars except the marquee characters, and I have the Y wing. I just got the Y wing last week, so there you um, go. I figured, you know what? I'm halfway there. I might not get it at first release, but I could get a Galactic Legend, which I never thought I'd be able to. I ignored Ray. I ignored um, SLKR because I'm like, I'm not going to farm first order. I'm not going to farm resistance. Because I'm a Legends guy, so I, te- I inherently don't like them. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> you you are you are just you know you're you're my you're you're my favorite guest like forever cool. ever. We, we, we can, oh, talk, wow. we can talk about the real solo children <laughs> later. Yes, the re- Oh yeah, no. Okay, right. Um, I can't put hands over windows, but yeah. Um, so you, <laughs> you're 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 a big EU fan. This, oh yeah, I grew up yeah. with call, Jason and Gina. Let's call as a them kid. what they are. Did, did, did that Legends crap that they put on the books? Yeah, it's the extended universe. It's the extended universe. Yes. Yep. So I I, I grew up reading those, and uh, it's my favorite things. Like that formed my childhood. And literally in 2012, when Disney bought Star Wars or 2013, whatever they bought Lucasfilm and said all the written materials are now non-canon, I literally was. T- I still tell people that. Disney ruined my childhood because my childhood was based on the the novels, like the the little chapter books, mm-hmm. then the young adult novels, I, then okay. the novels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, In mm-hmm. <laughs> I still agree with you, I, I'm going to say this. I I don't refer to them as not canon. I refer to them as apocrypha and new canon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So okay. Nav- okay. I, I can get that. Okay, Navin. By the way, Dicky Darkside says that you are actually Ricky Gervais. Um, in, in, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can see it. I can yeah, absolutely there, there, see there's it. a little about- bit. There's a little bit of Gervais in there. Yeah, definitely. What What about you? Are Are, are you? You said you are going towards a Galactic Legend. I was running at uh, Kylo, and then with uh, look, I. I'm born in 1973 and all I ever wanted starting playing this game was Jedi Knight Luke. So as soon as that was released, abort, abort. abort. Yeah, no, everything else just got pushed to one side yep. and th- yeah. I don't so care about just... anything else and, and uh, I'm going to go after uh, Force Ghost Luke after yep. that. You know? All right. Um, These are so my kind of guests. Really quick. Um, <laughs> Because uh, we are running out of time here. Sorry. No, no, no you're fine. Apologize. Do not apologize. Um, I, I do want to get uh, 
Do we still have time for me to read my manifesto, by the way? No, no I'm sorry. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Watt took up all that time. Uh, but you can post it online and I'll make sure to spread it around. Thank you. Um, 30 seconds. Where do you see this game uh, going? Is it a good place or a bad place? Um, uh, just 30 seconds of impression. Why don't you go first, Nathan? Um, uh, uh, 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Through tribulation, I think the developers finally realize they have to make it fun again. And the, the biggest quality of life they can do for us is give us characters that we really want and not everyone knows, which has been the last two years. Or you, I don't know who HK47 is because I'm not an EU guy. Is that enough? All right. And what? <laughs> I don't know. I've been, um, I, when first, like when Darth Revan came out, I was solely like, my mind was on, I'm going to be able to free to play this and show that I'm not going to spend money and I can still be competitive. Um, but as it drags on, I'm kind of like, I'll be competitive, but I'm going to start getting the things I want. So I might like, go relic jawas at some point just for fun yeah. <laughs> that's where i am i just took for the you know i just decided screw it i'm going to finally take my bounty hunters and i'm going to take them all to uh take the five that i fight with to relic one and now i have bosk Django, boba mando and grief all at relic one and i'm happy with that all right squadrons first impression um so what you uh, you're the one streaming this game mm -hmm. uh first impressions on what you saw last night oh man so um i've been playing x-wing versus tie fighter for the past couple months um i when i first saw the you know the tra trailers and the game preview i noticed a lot of similarities to x-wing versus tie fighter watching ian frazier and other people talk about their love for the old games and wanting to be able to build something upon that i'm like okay cool and so i've been i got x-wing versus tie fighter working i was trying to stream that and just practice power management flying in space right because it's not a space simulator like elite dangerous it's just a little bit it's different in star wars right so i was just trying to get in that mindset and when it when it got released and i started playing the story mode i'm like oh my gosh this is so amazing it's so fun i was so into it and then the first time I got to fly in an X-Wing, I was like bouncing in my seat. Navon <laughs> was, was watching me like, oh my gosh, I'm flying in X-Wing and I don't have VR. And so I can't be able to experience all of it, but it's still like the modern of it. I, it's so crisp, so clean, it's beautiful. And I'm sitting in the cockpit of an X-Wing fighting Imperials. It's like, oh. <laughs> It was just amazing. And I'm still riding that high. I've, I put in seven hours of flight time so far. Um, and I'm absolutely just loving it and just wishing everyone like EA sees how big of a game this is and how great it's going to be. And that they'll put more time in to be able to put further releases and make it even better. And uh, Mothra, are you playing the game? Uh, not yet. I'm going to wait until what plays it all the way through and I'll know all the tricks. <laughs> I finally got drifting down. So that's like freaking awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> um, when Ur, I was watching when Urs played it a little bit early, and I was uh, laughing my butt off when I th- I don't know if it was him or if it was somebody in the chat that said uh, um, Fast and Furious Coruscant Drift. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Uh, are you playing this on Steam by any chance? Yes. Good. I'm, we I'm, can. I'm, we we need to friend up. All right. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. I'm on. I'm on Steam, and I have a. I actually was playing with a group of five guys today in dogfighting, and it was awesome just being able to coordinate, get each other's backs, and you're like, oh no, I have a guy on me, and another person could come in and you know come at a different angle that they weren't expecting and clear just off. Their line them up. Tail. Mm-hmm. And it's just yep. really nice to be able to have that coordination and be able to do that, and it's just been a lot of fun oh, cool. and a lot of dreams that? realized. Um, it's amazing. I, yeah, it's just go, coming from X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, playing with a group of people that found me on YouTube and said, hey, come play with us. And so I'm playing with like eight guys on in X-Wing versus TIE Fighter to squadrons in this modernized version of X-Wing versus TIE Fighters, which I'll, my opinion of, it's just been like a dream, really has. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and spill the beans here um on uh, the the reason that we did end up meeting um and what's upcoming um and uh neil's not actually part of this one um but that's okay because i've got the llama on my side on this one our friend bulldog is going to be starting a series uh of star wars galaxy of heroes family feud and so uh, Watt and, and Mothma here are both going to be on uh, Team Tempered Alliance, while the Llama and I are going to be representing Team Castaways. Uh, so we do strongly, strongly, strongly um, encourage you to follow Bulldog on that. Um, and when that goes live, we'll hit that in the PA for everybody. But, um, you know, I don't know if you guys can take on Llama and I. We're we're pretty uh, we're we're pretty good well, Star Wars Galaxy heroes minded. What do you got? Mo- what what Mothma? Paul, now that the twins lost and the Vikings are doing what they're doing, I have nothing else to live for. So, I'm 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 just gonna study up as much as I can and see how uh, Watt's gonna carry all the water anyway. Watching. <laughs> <sighs> No, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited to see what people actually think. Apart from my little, in my little world. <laughs> uh, if we by the way, get the content from CG, nerdy, we bring the content to them. Boobs to you, what? Say that again. Uh, real going nerdy. Our our friend Thaddeus from mm-hmm. Going Nerdy sends out a go Cougs to you for your hat. Go Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, how do how do people uh, how do people find content that you guys create? Um, so I've I, I stream on Twitch. Um, you, it's just my username Jedi Master Watt. Um, I'm streaming on Friday nights on a regular basis, and I'll be streaming when I can. But it's for Friday night flights and 8 p.m. MST MST, and we'll go for a couple hours, have some fun. Um, oh, that, that's in three minutes. Yeah. You know what? What we're going to do is uh, for those who uh, for those who can't make the after show, but still want some fun. 
what I'm going to do tonight, we are going to raid you right after we're done with this show. Awesome. That's so cool. I actually have squadrons pulled up on my other monitor. So like <laughs> I'm ready to go. I just have to get Streamlabs up. So yeah, well, I, I saw origin <laughs> open up in your glasses. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mothma, any, any parting words before we, uh, before we take a break here? I'm, I'm really here representing the tempered Alliance. I mean, we're a huge Alliance of guilds and want to get people to join us from the most basic guilds to very elite. Um, Jedi Master Watt and I are in the same guild, but we've got a lot of different flavors. So that's why I'm here. Well, I got, I got to tell you, having you guys on was honestly an honor for me. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, we will be doing more stuff together in the future. I'm sure Neil is going to recruit you for his squadron. Oh, sure. I, I oh, want yeah, we are people to play friends. with. We are friending up on Steam, definitely. <laughs> All right. After, after this, I'll, I'll send you my Steam, uh, Steam ID. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, send me the, the digits. Send me your digits. Neil's picking Neil's picking guys up live on the podcast right here. He wants wants digits. <laughs> wait, All wait, right. Did you not with, say no more? With that hey, being the said, we, my have wife a, didn't hear. <laughs> we have a big surprise coming up in Patreon's choice, and we do not want you guys to miss it. Stick around. Thank you for uh thank you for coming on, Watt. Thank you for coming on, Nevon. And uh we'll see you guys after this break right here on the Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. This is Micaeus, and I assure your privacy and confidentiality when using my remodding services. G'day legends, this is Heinze. Did you know Micaeus Modding Mayhem is the premier modding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaeus will remod your roster from top to bottom with continuous consultation with where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and he has tons of additional services available as well, like a full cleanup of your mods, PvP plans and lots, lots more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord, all in lowercase guys, M-I-K-A-Y-A-S-0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S, number 0127, or hit up MicaeusMods at gmail.com. I fully endorse Micaeus Modding Mayhem, and you will too. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Podcast and the Escape Podcastaways Network. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. 
Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. And now time for something completely shameless. I simply must vehemently disagree with you, good sir. You have got, got, got to be kidding me. Noob. You're being entirely unreasonable. It's you who isn't b- b- being reasonable. Noob. Mate, you can't just repeat whatever I say. Ewok. You just can't repeat what, what, whatever I say. Newbie. What? Man, what? I'm not in the mood for this today. Oh, hey there, Nevnev. I thought I heard you in here. Anyway, <clears throat> what's the problem this time, noob? And why is it that whenever I see the two of you together, you're always arguing. Newbie yeah, here is attempting to convince me that Senator Palpatine is a corrupt, lifelong politician who will blatantly like to get his way. Uh, wait. One at a time, boys. Newbie here is attempting to convince me that Senator Palpatine is a corrupt, lifelong politician who will blatantly like to get his way. I said one at a time. Noob. Let your guest speak first. Nievnev, please proceed. I'm just trying to explain to your droid that this half-dead old codger Palpatine is a corrupt, lying, manipulative, lifelong politician who will lie, cheat, and steal to gain power. Okay, newbie. And now, it's your turn. Hello, Lennox? Nev, Nev. Needs to understand that Malalorum is a speciesist. Who needs to be tossed out and gotten rid of entirely. You know, every time the two of you get together, the conversation devolves into a god dang political argument. Why do both of you do this? Because Nubi here needs to just admit that a vote for Senator Palpatine is just the most anti-republic thing a citizen could do. We've really stooped down to the low-hanging fruit of politics in 2020. We must have run out of show ideas. Sheesh. Anyway. <clears throat> so, yeah, you're... Both wrong. Wait, what? what? You heard me. You're both wrong. That much is clear. Both of us cannot possibly be wrong, human. You simply must pick a side. No, newbie. Nievnev. Indeed, you're both wrong. And you know what? I got a short PSA that can help you both understand. Ah, crap, crap, crap. I'm starting to hate these. PSAs. This PSA is brought to you by... Hellenix. Hashtag shameless self-promotion. And today's sponsor. 2020 dystopian year from Sullust Bingo Cards. Follow along tracking all of 2020's zany and unexpected antics and win prizes while you play along. I have Demons Erupt from the Geyser at Old Faithful and Gamma Ray Burst from Alpha Centauri on my card. What do you have on yours? 
purchase your own. 2020 dystopian year from Sullis Bingo Card today and find out. Not available in all systems. Your political opinion. What is it? Why do you have one? And who stands to benefit when you share it? In this Swago PSA, we will explore your dumb political opinion and the many myths that surround it. Nowadays, most people on the internet have a political opinion and strangely enough, everyone feels a need to express theirs. But strangest of all, people think their political opinions are right. Today, we will try to navigate these muddy waters and determine whose political opinion is worth sharing and whose isn't. Regardless of your particular political persuasion, your specific political opinion is indeed wrong. I'm talking to you. Yes, you. The guy listening to me and pointing at himself. Yes, you. Sorry to break it to you. You're wrong. I don't care what your political opinion is. It's patently absurd, easily debunkable, and frankly, a bit unhinged. But wait. What about you? You. Over there. Yes, you. The lady pointing at herself. Yes, you. You're wrong too, I'm afraid. And what about you? Way in the back. Yep, you. The one barely listening while you try to play squad arena in the middle of the show. Yep, you. You're wrong too. Notice I didn't bother to listen to any of your political opinions at all, right? Why? Because they're wrong. How can I possibly know this without hearing a single political opinion expressed? Simple. They're not my political opinion. And therefore, they can't possibly be right. You see, folks, when someone shuts down their ability to listen and hold a conversation with someone of a different opinion, who they may in all likelihood get along with, under all other circumstances. Civility dies. And when that happens, we all just revert to acting like overgrown children throwing temper tantrums. So, do us all a favor. Do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. When it comes to political opinions, just keep them to yourself. You won't be able to win anyone over and all you'll do is cause an argument. And if I see you arguing, I'll ban you from all of my chats, all of my discords, and the eastern half of the known galaxy. So, before you express your obviously flawed political opinion, remember this. Political opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. And they all stink. This has been Hellenics. Hashtag. Shameless self-promotion for the Hellenic Swago YouTube channel and 2020 dystopian year from Sullust Bingo Cards. Buy yours today. Not available in all systems. So, uh, revenues have been kind of low, huh? I mean, we had to resort to getting a sponsor? What are we, broke or something? <laughs> What? What do you mean my check may bounce if I deposit it before Tuesday? That payment better be good.
I don't work for free. So, do you see now, boys? Wasn't that PSA helpful? Once again. That PSA didn't explain anything. At least we are finally in agreement on something. Here today, Sir Noob of House EK. Yeah, you aren't getting off the hook. That easy. Beep, 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 bag. Agreed, Noob. What are you thinking? Should we roast him on a spit over an open fire? You? Must. Choose a side, Hellenix. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's easy. Side chosen. Well, that was quick. So, pray tell, whose side did you choose? Hellenics of Karelia? Mine? Or noobs? Easy. I chose my side. I'm gonna vote for Ainley Team of Malister. Hey, I really that's, like his that's quite a lot. Legalizing choice. Third choice for medicinal purposes. Why not? I'm an individual, and I can make my own decisions. I don't do what the hollow net tells me. You guys need to stop watching that garbage. It's rotting your brains and ruining your logic. The escape pod past the bridge. Um, welcome back to the show, everybody. And we have a special guest today. Yes, we do. Got Ranger J's. Ranger Danger. Ranger Danger. Uh, we have Ranger J from Reality Skewed Gamers here to uh, answer your questions and give a few very, very, very important announcements for an upcoming stream that Reality Skewed Gamers will be doing this weekend. So, uh, hello, Ranger. How are you? Life is Kyber. Kyber's life. Kyber's <laughs> life. I don't know. Uh, you can't go to the club. He's just saying, I got a rodeo. You get turned down. It's all about Kyber. <laughs> well, let's jump into the Patreon's choice questions, and oh. then we'll, uh, um, and then we'll talk about what you got coming up here in just uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, uh, on RSG's uh, channels. Yes, indeed. Um, so the uh, I'm going to start with Geek Girls questions because Zaz came in with a bunch of questions after that. Um, Geek Girl's question, what movie completely changes its plot when you change one letter in its title, and what's the new movie about? So, um, I'm going to start with, uh, um, well, see, I'm, I'm changing two letters, but um, I, I'm taking Biodome, and I'm turning it into Bionome. And it's about a uh, it's it's about a, this gnome that that was formed in this factory and and you know think Toxic Avengers but with little people. All right, what do you got, Neil? Um, just can't think. I change one letter. Just yeah. Um, pfft. I. Takes time to think of something like that. Um, okay, fine, fine. I, I'm taking for you. I'm taking the Godfather, and I'm making it the the uh, the um. Let, let's call it the Modfather. <laughs> the Modfather. And what would the film be about? If it's uh, the this Modfather. is you. Okay, this is the, the mod the film it would it would be about a bunch of but you know it would be set in the 
70s and it would be about a bunch of guys riding around on bikes and you know a massive gang war against <coughs> a bunch of rockers and there's one guy that is like the head honcho mod that's got like a million and one mirrors on his motorcycle I I'm just kind of like embellishing on Quadrophenia basically okay what, what about you Ranger I'm gonna go with Stag Wars and it's a basically a, uh, an epic fight between good and evil between all the stags trying to get all those ladies in the club with Kyber and those that are not. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, so we, we look at these questions for the first time and take all these questions uh, on this, mm -hmm. uh, on this segment. What would some fairy tales be like if they took place in the present and included modern technology and culture? Um, Little Miss Muffet would be arrested for loitering for sitting on a tuffet. Hmm. Um, Romeo and Juliet wouldn't kill each other. They'd cancel each other on social media. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Well, Hey Diddle Diddle would be some crack addict who plays guitar in the corner asking for nickels and dimes. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Uh, if you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything, how would you prove that you were from the future? Mathematics 400 years. So we're going back to the 1600s. You're, you're being sent back into the 1600s. You don't have any any new clothes. You have no no physical possessions to prove you're from the future. How would you prove it? Um, science. Mm -hmm. uh, something, something, something science. I'd become, I'd become Nostradamus. Like, I know what's going to happen next year. You do? Yes, I do. And like, mm -hmm. so, so, like you're, so you would, remember the events of six, uh, 1621? For the most part. I mean, I mean, by that time you had the new, you know, the colonies had been formed, you, you know, um, <laughs> so yeah uh, uh you're all gonna die of the flu <laughs> <laughs> if you were wrongly put into an insane asylum how would you convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane i, I am insane mm. convincing convincing the st okay um how would i convince them i'm saying um I got it. Okay. I would drink my I would drink my own pee. That's a guaranteed way to get out. <laughs> God. Um. Um. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, they're not going to believe anything you say anyway. You know. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, yeah. The, you you know that you're going to be trying to explain yourself to some nurse ratchet type of person, and <laughs> and she's just not going to care one way or the other. So. Uh, uh, yeah. What fictional character is am is amazing in their book, show, or movie? What but would be insufferable if you had to deal with the, uh, them in a mundane, everyday situation? John Wick. <laughs> no way. He'd be cool as shit. Um, character that you that would uh, um probably probably um the um um Brent from the office. Can you imagine having to deal with Brent every single... Just, yeah, oh my God. You you just want to slap him. Yeah. I'm going to go with the juggernaut. 
That would suck as a roommate. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, Covington Zazington. Or, well, what, what was the Cornelius Zazington Preston III? Um, name three cars that you would love to drive and one that you would like to erase from history. I want to drive the new VW electric bus. I would love to drive a Bugatti uh, for uh, just, just for a moment. Um, and I would love to drive my old beetle again. I miss that car a lot. Um, one that I wish I could erase from existence, probably the Dodge dart. Okay. Bugatti Veyron, McLaren F1, Lamborghini Countach. And the car that I would like to erase would be the, um, the Volkswagen Golf, because I owned one. It leaked. It caused me no end of trouble, and it would never jumpstart. I hated that car. So, therefore, I hate all Volkswagen Golfs. <laughs> Let's see. I'd like to drive the Mach 5 from Speed Racer's car, <laughs> the, Bat, the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one? Which Batmobile? I'm going to go with... Um, Batman 1989. Uh, or the one from Batman Begins. Both those would work for me. Uh, Kit from oh, Night yeah. And the one I would get rid of is Fred Flintstone's car because I am not running to get the damn stone wheels moving on that stupid thing. <laughs> Do you think that Pink Eye Palp should have a super special ability that AOEs your next fleet, um, fleet arena match enemies? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, are we going to place wagers on who will be the ultimate predator when facing each other in Star Wars Squadrons? I think a little bit. I, I, we, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're not going to be able to hide from each other's records because they're going to be on Steam. And we're not going to be able to lie. There's no sugarcoating it. We will know who is the best because there will be a record of our battles on Steam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worried, Paul? No. Okay. No. I think I, I have a feeling that uh, I, I'm going to surprise you. Okay. All right. Um, just an A or B question. Coke or Pepsi? It depends on if it's cherry or not. Cherry Coke? Pepsi otherwise. Uh, I don't have a preference as far as I'm concerned. They both taste the same. I'm uh, more Coke. I'm not a big Pepsi fan. I do like Mountain Dew, although I don't drink it anymore. Um, and Dr. Pepper, but mm, um, Dr. Pepper is my favorite. But um, Dr. Pepper is my favorite. Typically now, since I started dieting and doing the stuff that I've been doing, um, I drink Coke Zero. Now I like cherry vanilla Coke Zero, but it's, you know, tastes like aspirin. So, bleh. All right. If you could visit any European country, COVID-free, where would you go and what would you do? Um, this I is would mainly say, for you, Paul, because we never, I think, have been everywhere in Europe. <laughs> uh, for me, it would be Poland. I would love to see if um, my actual last name is means that I'm from a small town in that city, mm. you know, because, um, you know, my last name starts, my last name ends with ski, which is the Polish way of son, like Anderson or John's son. Um, I'd like to see if, if that's where my uh, ancestors are from and if I'm rich and famous and a prince. <laughs> no. No. Uh, for me, it would be uh, Liebeland, 
it's on the Danube. It's a uh, um, tiny, tiny, tiny little um, fleck on the map sandwiched between uh, Croatia and Bosnia. I could go back to Spain. I had a lot of time, fun, fun, fun there. I mean, I've been to every, pretty much every country in Europe. Um, but I had a blast in Spain. I'd go back to Amsterdam, had some fun there. And we oh, Amsterdam is fun. Yeah, Amsterdam yes, is fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would just be more. I think I would like to see some of the stuff that I couldn't see the first time because I didn't have the time to see everything. So the stuff that I didn't get to with my first go around, I would go and visit some of those offsite stuff that I really, I really like, uh, you know, old architecture and stuff like that. So. Oh, you'd like rain in France. Yeah. It's the the city where uh, champagne comes from. Okay. Yeah. And it's the, the, the architecture that it's got the, uh, it's got the cathedral where, um, um, uh, Joan of Arc was canonized. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah, I have to check that out. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Zaz now asks uh, you and I, Neil. When the hell are we going to have Llama guest hosting with us? We did in episode uh, episode sixty nine, the Arnold debacle. It was a one off episode. Um, but if you want to see the Llama uh, hosting. Um, we just talked to the developer of Lego Legacy Heroes Unboxed, and you can see that episode now on our YouTube page um, uh, where we interviewed Will of Gameloft. So, yeah. wait, wait, wait. A live interview with a game developer of a mobile game? Yes. Wow. That live. Interesting. Live. Live interview. Not live. recorded, not pre-authorized. And we asked some questions that, you know, we asked why something was priced a certain way and got a very interesting answer. That is what we call in the industry a tease. Um, number seven uh, from Zaz. Have you ever considered having a guild recruitment commercial during one of the ad breaks for an administrative fee or as a prize? Actually, if you go on our Discord server and you look up, uh, you look for the guild classifieds um, channel, which is actually on air classifieds is in the second group of uh, channels. It tells you how you can, recruit on this show we still have yet somebody to take up take up for it um best one hit wonder ever i'm too sexy sexy. right said fred ah take on me (laughs) Uh ah take on me tub thumping i'm too sexy and uh and take on me all good answers uh what are your three favorite tv theme songs Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. He says, uh, write down what you think your co-host will choose, then say or sing your choice. I'm doing all that. I'm not doing all that. That takes far too long. Good Lord. uh, My three favorite TV theme songs, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Saved by the Bell, and for my third one, I mean, does it count if it's already a song out there? Because the theme song to Chuck was just uh, Short Skirt and Long Jacket by Cake. There you go. There's your three. There you go. Uh, Golden Girls, Cheers, and what was my other favorite one growing up? Huh. I'm not going to do cartoons because that wouldn't be fair. 
Hmm. No, it's it's fair. No, because that's well, a totally Teenage different Mutant list. Ninja Turtles theme song. Come on. No, I'm not going to do Voltron or any of those. Um, I'm trying to think TV shows. So we got Cheers. We got uh, would be the other one. Frasier. I really like that one. Okay, Toss mine salads would, and scrambled eggs. Mine would mm-hmm. be Red Dwarf, Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. As Knight Rider was just the bomb, and Airwolf. <laughs> Airwolf was just. Oh, I yeah. loved Air- Airwolf. Was, <laughs> Airwolf was the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then Biscuit Weasel says, Ranger, what's your worst jump, and how many bones did you break, if any? None, but I did do a jump, and this basically uh, we were jumping into snow. We thought it was going to be just a few inches. It, it snowed more than we thought, and I happened to be the poor bastard that hit the drift where I basically landed, and I didn't land on something solid. I just basically plowed into the snow, and all you saw was my head sticking out with my arms like <laughs> a parachute falling over my head. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, So here here we go. Here's the biggest question on Patreon's choice. Ranger, what do you have coming up this weekend? Well, Paul, I'm glad you asked. Uh, We are going to have the first live execution of Finn. That's right. It's time to shave his stupid monkey ass. He's deserved it. He's been too cute lately, and we've had enough. No. Uh, What we are doing this weekend is we are doing... Of course, it's that time of year where we kick off our campaign for the American Cancer Society. Uh, we are partnered with the with the ACS we have for years and uh, where we raise money for their cause. If you guys don't know what the American Cancer Society does, it does a ton of things. One of their main goals is to find a cure uh, to for cancer. And the other one is to provide services um, and people in place to help people that are dealing with cancer. Like what is, you know, there's a lot of people when you get that word you've got cancer, right? You have your doctor's appointment, but then what? So they have people that you can talk to and help you with that. They help people with their appointments. They do just a ton of stuff. So we're very proud to be partnering with them. And we're proud to have the designation Gamers for Cancer because we helped for them create that. We are the the OGs of that. And we're very proud of that. Um, through that, we've done, uh, we did the half marathon and runs last year at Walt Disney World. We'll be doing it again in April. We couldn't do it this year because of coronavirus obviously so um so far i think with our charities we've raised like forty thousand dollars uh through through our efforts um so tomorrow starting at 10 a.m we will we will kick off and start our charity campaign uh the tiltify is already up and the community being the badass mother efforts that they are have already started donating our this is unbelievable we haven't even kicked we haven't even started streaming (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've already raised $745. I'm like, really? We haven't even started streaming yet. I hear that this might be 36 hours of pain. Right. And we've already prepared for it because uh, the mad lads and mad women uh, out there are going to donate. I already know for sure. So it's a little bit different this year with the way we're doing it. Everything's done through Tiltify. So the first 12 hours are going to be on YouTube. It'll start tomorrow at 10 a.m. with the Jedi Academy. And during the day, we'll have different games and two-hour increments that we'll play. Uh, Crumb's coming to come play some games. We're going to have a lot of guests. So it's going to be a lot of fun. However, we have certain goals. Now, the way Tiltify used to work is that you had challenges and polls and all this different stuff you can donate separately to. They change it. It's all kind of like one big thing now. So when you donate, no matter what it is, um, you can – 
use that amount for like a, the polls that are there. You can pick one of them and, and have that amount counts toward one of our goals and then targets, which you can pick one of the targets and have that apply as well. And then we have rewards that you can get um, like the bracelets, things of that nature that we always have there. So it's a, it's a little bit different than when you donate, it'll actually ask you, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? So, and you can donate the Tiltify is already up uh, and you can already go there and check it out and start donating. And that's what it's for. And, and, and when I'm telling people this year, you know, time's a little bit tougher this year, you know, with COVID going on, even if you can't donate a dollar, right. That's okay. Just come hang out. There's other ways to support what we're doing other than just donating. You can come hang out, be interactive, spread the word, spread it to all your guilds, spread the link, you know, spread it to everybody so that you can get more people to come to the stream and have fun. Uh, so um, we'll start tomorrow with the Jet Academy. They're going to do Pictionary uh, with all the ACS folks. So they're going to come on the Zoom and then we're going to do stuff like Among Us and um, just a bunch of games with Crumb. And then, you know, now one of the, the reasons this could become a 36 hour stream is because one of the goals is if we reach a thousand dollars, the first thousand dollars, which you can use as part of your poll or target is we'll stream another 12 hours so if we hit that one we're going to go another 12 hours and then there's another one if we hit that one then we're going to stream another 10 12 hours so it could go from a 12 hour stream to a 36 hour stream um, and then one of the other polls is we raise if we hit our goal of the goal for the uh, for the weekend is 10,000 but if we get to 7,500 uh, and people pick that one specifically and um finn will be having to stop bottom fluffing and he'll have to actually go for like jedi knight luke Oh, um, <laughs> I've already put up a Zeta for, you can go and vote on that. The other one is Finn will actually relocate gear thir- a character to gear 13. So far, Darth Vader's in the lead. Um, for me, it's tie between princess Leia and Kira. Oh Lord. <laughs> so we already got that. And there's going to be more prizes and stuff that we're going to be giving away and, and stuff like that. And we'll have giveaways that we're doing while we're streaming. Um, so yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's going to be just well. Yes, it well, is. As, uh, as you know, someone who has, uh, who has dealt with the big C yeah. uh, affecting their family. Thank you for doing this. Oh yeah. You know, I've, I've dealt with it too. My father passed away from lung cancer. Um, I'm sorry, liver cancer. It was kind of both. It's it metastasized and it was basically game over. Um, cancer sucks, man. And um, it's affected all of us in some way and somehow either directly through someone in our immediate family or a friend or someone we know, right? Cancer just, it, it's impacted all of our lives. Um, and then last year too, we did, I don't, you guys remember this, we went to the Children's Hospital of Atlanta and hung out with the kids that were doing that were with cancer. I dressed up as Darth Brevin, Finn dressed up as, a, as a, a Jedi and we gave a bunch of stuff away and we played Battlefront 2 with the kids and had fun with them and we raised money while we were, while we were doing that too. So it's, it's just, you know, you see these kids, they're like, they're just, they're just kids. You know, and they, you know, they're, you see how sick they are and they just want to be kids. And, you know, so I'll do everything I can as much as I can. And every little bit helps to maybe one day we do find a cure where some families told your kids got leukemia, take these pills and then in the week we'll, uh, uh, he should be fine. I mean, that's where we want to get with this. So 
every little bit helps. So if you can do and, and support in any part, if you'd like to help out, message Finity in our Discord. He's real easy to find. He's a potato head, uh, F-I-N-I-T-Y, <laughs> and he'll get you squared away. But yeah, it's 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 a lot. It, it's it's a lot of work, but it's 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 well worth it. And then we'll continue raising, and we'll set a goal. And once we hit it, um, you know, then we'll be good and then we'll get ready for the for the run in disney in april and we'll be there with them representing the acs as we do the charity run for them all right apparently there was uh i i didn't see what what happened uh, i'm sure they'll let me know um apparently there was some some drama in the chat nothing drama to see here nothing to see here all right Guys, uh, not not regarding you, Ranger. I I don't think so. Uh, Hellenic says it was nothing. All right. Well, guys, um, you know, please go check out Reality Skewed Gamers uh, on their YouTube channel tomorrow for Jedi Academy featuring Neil Andrew Air. <laughs> oh, they can't see my face. Yay. <laughs> um. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on replay, hopefully you've heard it in time to go check out the uh, Reality Skew Gamers uh, charity stream that they're doing. They are all amazing. I, I love RSG, and I'm very, very grateful to call them friends. Thank you for that, Ranger. Really Absolutely, do appreciate brother. it. Absolutely. All right. You know, um, we got your lovely wife now hanging out with us playing D&D. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> She she's really excited. Did you know she's excited? It's yeah, really fun. <laughs> she had a blast. I can tell she was having fun. She was so ner- she was a little nervous last week when we started, but once she got into the character and started getting into what we were doing and started rolling and oh yeah, she got she really enjoyed it. <laughs> well, um, any any final words, Ranger? Before we uh, before we close it up, we're closing out for the day. Well, uh, life is Kyber. And Kyber's life is Kyber and Kyber's life. Keep rolling your mods. Mods suck. Oh, uh, oh, I did. I did miss it. 15 second take on new mods. Uh, good. Uh, it'll get a chance to um, give free to play players a chance to catch up and all the players that have really good mods to really get some de- decent stats. It's overall good. All right. Ten, uh, 11 second take. Not bad. Neil, any final words? No, I'm good, mate. All right, guys, with that being said, please take care of those that you love. Wear a mask. Be nice to each other, damn it. If you are watching on Twitch, we are going to raid Jedi Master Watt. If you are part of our Patreons, we'll see you in the after show where there might be a little bit of a little bit of squadrons love as well. We'll see what happens. Um, But take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time right here on the Escape Pod cast. Neil? Push the button. You got it, mate. Tata for now, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods!
friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.